Hello, welcome back to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh. I don't really have a plan (laughs) for the episode today. Usually I'm teaching you something or we're talking about a specific spiritual topic and I don't write a script, but I write talking points to make sure I cover everything that I want to and I say everything that I want to, but today we're just going to have a really honest and vulnerable chat, me and you. We're just going to sit down and have a talk about the energy lately, and I just want to talk about how I've been feeling because I haven't been feeling particularly that great, and I don't think people always share when that's the case. I mean, it's very, almost a cliche now to say that social media and online is a highlight reel, but it is, and this isn't saying that you have to share when you're low or when you're struggling because I haven't. (laughs) I maybe have mentioned a little bit. I maybe have brought up a little bit of my low energy. I'm a lot better at bringing up my low energy when it's due to physical things like sickness, which I've also been dealing with these past few months. But yeah, I just want to talk about the energy around emotions and sharing these emotions and why when you feel low, it shouldn't discount from your spirituality and from your spiritual side and from your identity as a healer or just as a spiritual person. I actually, I've been a bit online, but I've been very offline (laughs) recently and I closed my calendars for a couple of months, so I haven't been taking in bookings for December and for January, and I'm hoping to reopen soon, but I need to come back to myself a little bit first, and this, I think, is going to be my first step, just being honest about it, letting my emotions out on the table, and maybe helping you if you've been feeling the same way. I think 2023 was a whirlwind for so many people. Whether that's a good or a bad whirlwind, mine was a little bit of both. And I just want to be honest about that and talk about it and talk about why we shouldn't label our emotions good or bad and why it's important to just feel them and understand them and meet yourself where you are and that doesn't make you any less. So there's a little snapshot, a little overview summary of what I want to talk about in today's episode, but let's just jump right into it and just be honest about where we're currently at. Let's do it together. Welcome to the Goddess Journals. I'm your host, Maggie Pugh, tarot reader, spiritual coach, past life regression practitioner, and your personal spiritual hype girl. I'm here to help you break down your walls and practice the radical vulnerability you need to get to know your soul at its very core. This podcast will give you the guidance to change your fear into power and take those first steps on your ultimate journey to soul transformation. So take a deep breath and let's get mystical. So let's just start this off with a little life update so you can understand, I think, a bit more about where all of this is coming from. So 2022 and 2023, the beginning, like until about end of June, were really, really great. I felt like I was expanding. 
I loved my roommate. I made one of my best friends, probably for life, I think. You know, he'll be with me forever. (laughs) And that was my roommate at the time. So I had in-person connection, online connection. I started my YouTube. I was figuring out this kind of new energy, new phase in my business. I was making a bunch of new friends. I was manifesting like crazy. Now with full transparency, there was a lot of scarcity because the contract that my partner got last year was not good, did not make much money, and we were really just breaking even every single month. Like It was a bit of a financial struggle, just a little bit. But it did start to shift, and then we went to Italy for two months, which I know sounds very frivolous and strange for someone saying that they were having a hard time financially, but it was the same amount of money as staying in Copenhagen. Joel was not going to be working either way, and we would have had to pay rent, and the place we were staying at, actually, the landlord was selling, so we would have had to find a whole new apartment. And we knew we had an apartment to move into in August with his new team, So we went to Italy for two months and it was so soul-fulfilling and grounding and expansive and beautiful and I can't wait to go back one day. I loved my summer in Italy this year. It was simple but indulgent, if that makes sense. And then I came back for I think three weeks, we moved into the new place, so had to get all settled here. My sister came to visit, and it was just a whirlwind because I also was then leaving in three weeks to Canada, and I went to Canada, and that was the first time being home in two and a half years, so I got to see my family, friends. I didn't get to see nearly as many people as I wanted to, and it was literally non-stop. I did not stop the whole time I was there. I was so busy. I even had a friend from Australia come and visit me for six days when I was home, and it was like bam, 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 bam. Amazing. So heart-filling to see those I love for the first time in years, but exhausting (laughs) because I was so busy. Then I got back and I had about a week and then I had my first in-person event, which was really, really expansive. Then I got sick (laughs) for about a week. I got really sick and then I was like, okay, November, I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to get grounded. And I started just trying to catch up to the fact that I was so behind, that I, you know, was so behind on my podcast, my Instagram, I was posting like once a month. It just, I had really put my business on back burner so that I could live. And it was not even getting ahead, but just getting to a place where I could at least put out a podcast maybe every week. I still skipped a lot. Then Joel's mom came to visit, my partner Joel, his mom came to visit at the end of November. And the week before she came, I got really sick again. I think there's also just a lot of colds going around, but also I think my body was just screaming for a rest. So I got super sick the week before she came, so I couldn't even get ahead. (laughs) And then there was two days overlapping when she was here And when my friend Sophie, which you guys would know from the podcast, was here as well. And then Sophie was here for a week, and that was really, really fun. 
And then when she left, I literally collapsed. Like I died for about three days. I just, my body was running on fumes, I think. And that was when I'd already kind of decided I wanted to close my calendar, but I did officially close it then after she left in December because I thought I cannot get things done. I need a breather. I need a break. And so that's what I did. And I'm working now to get ahead. I'm working now to spend also time just for myself because everything I did was so fulfilling and beautiful. And I feel so blessed in order to have the experiences I have this year, but they were also so external with other people that I really wasn't connecting to myself the same. I had fallen out of the routine teens that I normally do because I didn't have a stable ground beneath my feet. I was always changing. I was always doing things. I was getting a bit overwhelmed with some visa stuff, some bureaucratic more stuff that just comes with living abroad. And I'm just not living in a home that's very supportive of my mental health. (laughs) It's been a bit of whiplash from going from a roommate I would consider family, (laughs) I do consider family, to probably the most narcissistic person I've ever met in my life. So my mental health has not been great, and I let myself spiral a little bit, and now in the new year I'm trying to pull myself up, and During the holiday season, I just relaxed and spent time with my partner. I healed my body. I healed my physical health. And now that that my body can function, (laughs) I am working on my energy and my emotional and mental health. I'm taking it seriously. (laughs) And I think I was feeling like an imposter online a bit. I wasn't posting like, oh, my life is so dreamy this past month, but I would just stick to work stuff. And I just thought people probably think I'm thriving. People probably think I'm doing okay or that I'm happy (laughs) and I'm not. And that's hard to say out loud that you're not happy. It's hard to come to terms with, but I wasn't. I think it's hard when you're not happy with your living situation and when you don't feel safe in your living situation. And to know that I've been living here for two years and I love the country and I love the city and I love my life here, but that that's all felt taken away because I don't have a safe space where I can just relax and unwind and just be human for a moment. It's sad and it's hard and I definitely wasn't talking about it. And I think some of it was because I needed to get to a place where I was ready to talk about it, get to a place where I felt comfortable, get to a place where I wasn't ashamed. And even now, I feel like I'm fighting shame to (laughs) record this podcast. I will when I'm editing it, and I will again posting it. I'll I'll be second guessing myself and thinking maybe I shouldn't put this out. But I think it's really important to talk about. Because a lot of my shame comes from the fact that I am very spiritual and I preach that online and I manifest and I have done all these things to create a beautiful, beautiful life. And saying that I am extremely unhappy right now and that my mental health has been really struggling 
makes me feel like a fraud. And it makes me feel guilty because I know I have so much. And I know I have things in my life that are a dream for other people. But I can't help that I feel low. But the biggest thing was this whole idea of being a fraud. I was thinking how I help other people when they're down, when they're having a hard time. I tell people how to speak up for themselves and get into their own energy and manifest and create a life that they love. And the fact that I wasn't feeling like I embodied that made me feel like a fraud. But that's not true. And I think it's really important that we have conversations like these and we talk about this to say that toxic positivity in the spiritual community is so real. It's so real. Saying that you need to feel happy and you need to feel like you love your life and you need to be having a perfect life all the time is so unrealistic and is so wrong because all emotions are powerful. All emotions are important. And as soon as we start labeling certain emotions as bad or that we are a fraud because of them or that we are lesser because we feel these things, we start to lose our humanity and we are a human having a spiritual experience. We are still human. We came here to be human. If we didn't want to feel these high highs and low lows, we would not have decided to live this life. If you believe in reincarnation, if you believe in soul contracts and all that woo-woo sort of stuff, we choose to be here. And even if you didn't choose to be here, you're still a human and that's allowed and that's the experience that you are having right now. So feeling lows, yeah, they don't feel good. They feel bad. Anger, grief, frustration, upset, depression, sadness, all of it. It doesn't feel good. I'm not saying you should want to feel that way. But it's natural and it's still powerful and you shouldn't make yourself feel like you are lesser because you are experiencing a human emotion. And that's exactly where I am. I am still spiritual. I still have spiritual gifts, but I'm also allowed to feel unhappy and feel low. Now, that doesn't mean I'm going to sit here. That doesn't mean you should try and stay there forever. Of course, you should try and help yourself. It shouldn't just be like, oh, well, I'm having a human experience, going to stay here for three years. Like, no, you should try and heal. You should try and bring yourself out of that or give yourself what you need. But personally, I need to work on the idea of feeling shame when I feel low, when I am having a hard time. And I think a lot of us do. Being sad or feeling low or having a hard time emotionally, mentally, whatever it is, does not make you lesser. We feel the need to hide these part of ourselves. Like if you're having a depressive episode or you're having a lower point in your life, like you need to hide it away in a little box so that people don't realize that you are flawed or that you feel this way. But all this does is perpetuate more shame around these low feelings. And even when it is shared, a lot of the time, people who aren't comfortable in expressing their emotions and feeling that way themselves will, will shame others. If I was to post a story or a post or a reel crying or saying that I feel really low or asking for help, there are people out there in the world who will say, oh, she's just attention-seeking. 
So why is it that we feel shame and we feel like these bad emotions are something that we need to keep hidden? And I think it's because if we're really forced to look at them and deal with them and work with them and bring ourselves out of that feeling rather than just try and shove them aside or go into hermit mode and hide from the world, then we have to accept the fact that things need to change, that we want more. And most people would rather you stay complacent, would rather be able to control you than to see you step into your power and see you demand more. So by actively acknowledging our sadness, actively acknowledging these these emotions that don't make us feel good, these things that make us feel less or that are just dragging us down, and by talking about them and putting them out in the world and asking for help and explaining that we all have moments like these, what it does is it gives you so much more power to bring yourself A, up out of this place, but also B, to accept that you don't need to feel like this. When you do feel like this, it's okay, but that you're allowed to ask for help. You don't have to sit in these emotions and you don't have to hide them. You can actually process them. And I think by talking about them, we can help to normalize it and help to grow from it rather than allowing them to spiral us downwards. This idea that if you're spiritually awakened and if you do your spiritual work, then you won't feel sadness, you won't feel grief, you won't feel anger because you'll trust fully that everything is how it should be is just not true. If anything, I think that people who are spiritually connected and work with their soul and their energy and define themselves as spiritual tend to feel these big, scary, quote-unquote bad emotions even more because our heart chakras are open. They're open to feeling everything the world has available to us and everything that is around us. Being spiritual can actually make us be even more human because we sit with the emotions, we're aware of them, and we're aware when something is off within our own energy. There's the idea that ignorance is bliss, and I think that's really the case with spirituality. Like if you're feeling low, you may feel that low feeling. You may feel it just as strongly, but it's also very likely that you could push it down or that you may feel it emotionally, but not realize what it's doing to you on an energetic level. But when you're spiritually tapped into your energy and you feel really low or you feel grief or you feel really depressed, you can feel that in every ounce of your energy. You can feel that all throughout your body. So toxic positivity and these ideas that you can only feel good high vibrational things is just not true. So because you're feeling low, because you're feeling depressed, because you're having an anxiety attack, because you feel grief because you feel angry. Any of these things does not make you any less spiritual, does not make you a failure, does not mean that you need to heal yourself more. I'm sure there's healing that can help, but sometimes we're right to feel angry and we just need to feel and process the anger rather than trying to change it. So this is me showing up and saying no matter what part that you're on in your spiritual journey, you're going to have low moments. And that doesn't mean that you've done something wrong. That doesn't mean you're a failure. It doesn't mean you're a fraud. It doesn't mean that you are not spiritually in tune with yourself. It just means that you're having a human moment. There's things going on in your life that are affecting you and that's okay. I think the most important thing with spirituality is yes, you feel these things, but you also 
can cultivate a trust that things can get better. And you can cultivate that sometimes you just need rest and that you can understand your energy enough to meet yourself where you are and know what you need to start to feel better. And that doesn't mean you'll start to feel better right away, but it does mean that you know that you've always got yourself and that you're always supported. So even though there's so much fear, even though you can feel so angry or so sad or so much grief, and even if you can't quite seem to remember it right then and there, or right now, depending on where you are when you're listening to this podcast, if you've been working with spirituality for long enough, and if you've been really dedicated to it, there is going to be this subconscious belief that you're always taken care of, that there's always hope, and that you're always supported. And I think that's the really beautiful thing about spirituality is that even when everything else feels like it's crumbling around you, and your nervous system is on edge, and you just don't know what to do or where to turn, subconsciously you know that you're always supported. So you know you can continue to move forward and make it to the next thing, even if it feels unfair, even if you are having a really, really hard time. There's a teeny tiny part of you that is always going to say, it's okay you're held, it's okay you're supported, it's okay things can get better from here. And that's a really beautiful foundation to have a beautiful foundation to build upon that even when everything is crumbling, everything's happening for a reason. And that's what I'm trusting right now, that even if I feel low, even if things feel hard, it's all towards a certain path. And I hope you realize that too. Whatever you're going through right now, I know so many people have this low energy and just now in the new year and With a few planets coming out of retrograde, may you feel like you're getting a bit of your energy back, a bit of your spark back, but just trust you are always guided, always supported. Yes, it sucks that it has to happen that way sometimes. It sucks that you couldn't have learned the lesson in a different way, that you had to go through that heartbreak, that grief, that really difficult time, but you'll get through it and there will be light on the other side. There are still manifestations to be held to be had and that you can create your reality. I'm going to, in the show notes down below, post my link to my episode that you can't manifest bad things. I think that can be really, really helpful, especially when you're in a low place thinking you have caused this when you haven't. Sometimes bad things just happen. Sometimes you feel bad and that's okay. That doesn't make you any less spiritual. It doesn't make you any less worthy of your manifestations of what you're doing. It just means you're having a hard moment. You're having a human moment. But I'll love and leave you with that, that it's okay to feel low, that you are supported, and that we can get out of this together. If you're feeling low, send me a message on Instagram. We can just motivate each other. I think I'm going to start filming a getting out of my energetic slump vlog. And I just want to be really real and honest about even though I have been doing this for years now, even though spirituality is my job, you can still have low moments and that doesn't make you any less than anybody who's in the midst of a manifestation right now. So I think I'll document that, bring you along. So make sure you check out my YouTube. It's just Spring Loon Oracle over on YouTube as well. But I'll love and leave ya and see you next week for another episode. And I'm just sending you so, so much love and strength. You've got this. All right. Bye.